Wake the Dead with Sean McCann. Welcome to Wake the Dead. Today we have Catherine Waters as our guest. Here with us, she has uh, done over many years, interviewed many uh, important people. She's focused on health and wellness and psychological wellness. And uh, she's uh, studied relationships and parenting and She's a wealth of knowledge, and we're glad to have her here today with Wake the Dead. Thank you. Welcome, Catherine. I like the title, Wake, Wake the Dead. Um, it's, thank you. I, um, I mean, yeah, like we, oh, thank you for, you know, inviting me to be on here. Um, oh, you're very welcome. I'm so used to being silenced. Like I've been silent. I mean, that's like, that's how I learned everything that I learned because we live in such a backwards world. Like, mm. you know, you're, you're learning by default, you know, you're not learning like what I call on the plus side, you're learning by default because you have to try to keep countering all the undermining that's just constantly coming at you um, mm. all your life. Um, I mean, I just felt it really early in life. I just, right. you know, come right out and say it like 1970. I mean, it's it's just the truth. Like I was like six years old, six and seven years old in the early 70s. And, um, you know, your, your body is, you know, has a natural adverse response to the environment and the people around you. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, just like this COVID thing that everybody's talking about or the jab and the adverse responses, you know, there's the um, uh, vaccine adverse event reporting system that um, I just wrote something, um, hoping it gets published in the Defender um, Robert Kennedy Jr. site, I just kind of emailed it in just like the other day or yesterday. Hey, what did you write? And I basically, I wrote it on before there was VAERS, there was the ACE study. Um, and the ACE study is adverse childhood experience study, um, you know, like in the family system or other, other things. And so, um, it's right. It's not just, um, you know, the, the jab or things that, that give you like adverse responses. You know, health is health physically, psychologically, spiritually. And so, you know, you, you know, you can have adverse responses, especially children to so many, um, you know, things physically and psychologically. And yet uh, that kind of health never got looked at as health. Um, 
you know, the, the, the adverse responses my body was clearly having. Um, and, and I was old enough to even like tell people and it was my health that got criminalized essentially. And my health that got like pathologized because otherwise, you know, people would have to rethink the system. They would have to look at the people in power and, you know, that's too inconvenient to do. So it's just easier to make the healthy vulnerable one, you know, right. They, you have to go into debt can you can you specify uh, what you mean? But what adverse reaction to what 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 specifically um, were you uh, having an aversion to? Well, it was just a really unhealthy environment. There was right. domestic violence. Um, again, um, you know, people, parents, like they they only had kids because it was against the catholic church to have an abortion and they you weren't right. really wanted and you could you know feel it um again like the body is really really smart i mean people think right. children are stupid but you know the god i mean god does not make junk right. and the body physically and psychologically you know, even for, you know, for children are, is really, really smart. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the only disadvantage is that, you know, children are vulnerable and they can just get overpowered, which they do right. the majority of the time. That is the, that is, it's the most tragic thing. I think that children are trapped. Like we're, we're trapped under the government and we're, we hate it so much being anarchists and these poor kids that have militant mothers, like I've read, um, you know, people are sharing texts like from social media of mothers talking about how how tough it is because oh I gotta lock my kid up in the basement and I gotta lock the other one up in his room and they're not allowed to come because she's doing social distancing and they gotta like wear masks like in the house and like all this shit. And because the parents are crazy and the kids are just trapped and, you know, it's the worst hell because they can't get out. It's worse than being in jail. You know, it's and you they're supposed to love you. And it's really. Yeah, they're supposed to fight for you. Like this is why I've always been so adamant about psychological health, like emotional health and fitness and relationship skills and and. Um, you know, like we're supposed to reach our healthy potential. We're supposed to self-actualize. It's like a term, I believe it was developed by Abraham Maslow, um, you know, the, the psychologist who created this hierarchy of needs, like, you know, this pyramid. And, you know, of course, at the bottom, you know, you have your basic physical needs, you know, shelter, food, um, you know, as it goes up, of course, you know, you have emotional needs. Right. Uh, you know, um, John Bradshaw, who I used to read a lot of, who d- wrote really good books on the family system, and he used to have uh, these uh, this series on the public channel. And I, I found him like in, I don't know, the late 80s and the early 90s. He did this whole presentation on the family system and he would use this mobile and, um, you know, illustrating like how you know, the parts of the family and and how they interact 
um, you know, how the relationship of the parents, you know, like affects the, the, the children. And, um, you know, if, if parents are like emotionally wounded or injured or have traumas that are unresolved, you know, of course, like that person is in debt and they're not going to be able to like be there for the child, you know, the child. And then it just, right. It just, you know, creates like a, you know, just perpetuating generation right. after generation of like literally people in this unresolved health deficiency <laughs> that instead of instead of people ever being able to get out of the debt like to me that's right. a real debt what like, do you mean by debt right like just you know your 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 health just being undermined your health mm. just being robbed like the stress of the parents coming down on the kid all the time you're grounded you're you're nothing like or pay, like emotionally deficient or wounded parents will use their children to satisfy their own yeah. emotional needs rather right. than the parent being there for the child so you right. know again it's it's no different than like you know Texaco Chevron you know dumping in the Amazon <laughs> You know, I've just been fo following it. It's, um, you know, a re a, uh, something I learned of sort of recently with the attorney, the attorney, Stephen Donzinger, who is, is being attacked by Chevron because he won a $9.5 billion lawsuit against Chevron um, for polluting, like in the 90s, in the Ecuadorian Amazon and literally killing like people and like, you know, th this whole, I think they said it's a section of the Amazon, the size of Rhode Island. And Chevron, and, and Chevron, because there's, you know, they have a, I, you know, a lot of debt notes. I just call money debt notes because that's right. what it really is slavery, you know, and, um, and, and they don't have to pay, you know, and instead they are now you know, paying a judge, they're controlling the court and they have like right. a, a so-called judge and so-called prosecutor going after him. Like he's yeah. the criminal. No justice. He, it's just us. Right. I mean, it's a big club and you ain't in it. The evil in this yeah. world is like literally like, I it's mean, astonishing. And be, you know, because I, I woke up early and I was always trying to get people to get it in gear. You know, people are supposed to be responding to me. They're supposed to be, you know, getting, you know, stepping up to the plate for their children. And instead, it's the, the kid is the one that they're treating like, you know, how dare you, you know, think that adults are supposed to step up to the plate for you. Like it wasn't right. just in the home. It was everybody. I mean, it was neighbors, you know, right. like relatives, like everybody is just like, I'm, you know, I'm just, I speak. Kids to aren't you, meant to be heard. They're just pests. Get out of here, kid. You bother me kind like of shit, right? Right. You know, and you have no rights and you're just basically raised, you know, to yeah. just get a job and be. Can't even uh, reach anything. I mean, it's like, it's just such a hell, man. Yeah. And just, oh. just before. Cause someone um, on Twitter, like I follow Whitney Webb, who's a really good. Um, She's fantastic. You know, yes. and I read a lot of her stuff. 
So she posted something about UNICEF and child abuse with UNICEF. They've, so, since the beginning, they've been doing that. I'm glad that she's on that. Yeah. And so I, um, I, I replied, and I hope she sees my reply, to watch a documentary. It was on Netflix. I watched it at least a year or so ago, and it's called The Trials of Gabriel Fernandez. And it starts out, you know, you think it's just like this, this um, story of child abuse, like really horrific child abuse. And it ends up turning, you know, like it, it, it just shows you how much larger than just the parents the abuse is. And by the time it gets to episode four, about like literally midway through episode four, they interview, uh, again, attorney Daniel Hatcher, who wrote a book called The Poverty Industry. And it's a whole industry that's dedicated to um, basically profiting under the guise of child protective services, children and family services. And it's literally like deliberate um, profiting of companies like and so instead of um, help and money going to children in need or you know uh, right. families in need like just goes to these corporations and, and 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 it's actually i mean it's just like oh my god the i mean i i look into like really dark stuff because <laughs> um you know i just same you know, here whatever same here i always look at because you got to know like you don't want to just be like oh that doesn't exist you know you got to look at what's real if it exists you got to look at it i mean you, don't have, you can choose not to but that's ignorant so and you know that's like um <clears throat> one of the reasons or like the reason why i was so passionate and did a lot of fitness i mean i guess i did a lot of fitness because i learned early that there's nobody there for you you can't rely on anybody so you better be um you, you know like able to take care of yourself so I just like spent a lot of time in the gym um like in the like I started exercising literally in the 70s and spent from night from from 1983 until 2004 in the gym and then since 2004 doing mostly yoga practice even though I did I learned yoga in the in the you know, 1983 as well, but most of my effort and attention went to like heavy weight lifting and training. Um, Did you get like a Zen when you were doing that? I mean, I had to do it. Like I literally had to do yeah. it because you were just completely by yourself in this world. Mm -hmm. And I, I mean, by the time I got to be a teenager, I, um, my body, I don't like to say I, I like to say my body did it because like, you know, you're not consciously doing this. You're not choosing to do it. Your body just does it automatically, especially when you're young and you're just in these horrible environments. Um, so my body just stood up to the abuser and like fought them back. Um, not necessarily physical, even though I can't say that I didn't want to, um, you know, physically 
defend myself against the abuser, but it was mostly uh, just verbally standing up for myself and speaking truth to the abuser. And uh, I mean, you know, like I was 100% right, 100% in the right. And yet, um, like I always got, uh, you know, treated like I was the one in the wrong, like, right. like I'm here for the, you know, for them and I should feel sorry for them. Like I realized early in life <laughs> that I was being trained to fund my own abuse. I mean, after a certain amount of time goes by, like, and you start reaching like to your teenage years and, and, you know, like your body can just literally physically feel what's like, you know, that you're, you're being bled out. Like you're just mm -hmm. literally being robbed. Like, like they're uh, stealing your energy. Right. Like, and and uh... you, you feel disoriented. Like you feel like you were like literally physically assaulted or, or beaten even a, a, over the head. Mm -hmm. uh, like, like, you know, you're, you know, you could just, it's like, right. Your energy is being bled out. Like you're almost like going into a state of shock or something. Right. And have you it, ever, have you ever heard of the Celestine prophecy? Oh yeah. Yeah. I read so, that book a long time ago. So like the, the control dramas are kind of like a feeding of energy from one off of one person to another. And like the parental control drama can influence the children when they grow up because it, because they feel the opposite, you know, like an aloof parent will have a, a child that'll be too up in your face, you know, like it's, it's weird how, I don't know, I, I suggest people read that. It's a good book. Um, it's interesting. I read it a long time ago too, but yeah. it just reminded me what you're telling me, but, but the, the stealing of energy, like, because people are like vampires some in some ways emotionally you know to others and they even do it to their kids it's yeah really... so like that that's why um you know i i try to include like when i speak i always try to merge like the micro and the macro you know like my, my reason for mentioning the stephen donzinger case you know versus chevron is to you know to show that like the family system you know over the decades has become like this corporation like this i just call it the family industrial complex and they just basically like do the same thing to their children that the corporations do to the people and right like they'll they'll just use the child pollute the child you know use the child for um their psychological and physical dumping ground the same way that you know chevron dumped oil the same way the bp oil disaster <laughs> the same way exxon the same as the flint water crisis kind of like how like how people get abused by their boss and they go home and they kick the dog yeah kind of thing yeah, like yeah, the, the 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 husband comes home, beats up the wife, the wife right. beats up the kid, and then the kid kicks the the dog, right. and then the dog kicks the cat. That's the only real trickle down we ever get from the corporations. You know, like that's so. what I'm saying. Like, and I'm just like in shock that I've been like awake and studying, um, like since literally like 1970. And um, I mean, what I was living was just so unmistakable, like it was so 
clear um, like what, what was happening. And the fact that I was surrounded by people who just didn't see anything wrong or this is just the way that it is. And like nobody was doing anything to improve anything. And, and uh, like I just read so many books and I did so much, um, you know, just physical and psychological fitness stuff. And I was just always trying to get people to just move in a better direction, you know, just acknowledge how messed up things are, just acknowledge the truth and, and then, you know, admit, you know, take responsibility and then you know, we could all just move in a better direction. Like how right. rocket science is that, you know? Right, right. So you were trying to wake the dead, right? So yeah, like, but you know, did it, did it ever work? No. <laughs> and I'm not talking, I'm talking about, right, like not just, you know, the, the, the parents, but even like, a, you know, childhood friend, um, you know, I, I, you know, I realize, like, you know, I'm old, I'm older at this point, you know, like I'm 57 now. And, um, you know, like people that are like just waking up, like I like even Occupy Wall Street, like I thought would have really, you know, done a good job, like waking um, they were people lost. up. They didn't do anything. They just, they'd camped out. They're just hanging out. I mean, <laughs> they but didn't they, do anything. They, they managed to ignite um, like groups and protests like around the world. So, yeah, you know, that was they, good. I mean, they, they coined, had the social media, everybody got to connect to each other. And that was that was interesting how that kind made, of bloomed. Yeah, they yeah. made people aware of, you know, the 99% versus the 1% and banks got bailed out, the people got sold out, and that we live in profit over people. I mean, these were, you know, like, right, like hashtags that they pretty much, you know, created. Mm -hmm. And so again, like, um, how people can believe and trust the official um, COVID narrative, the jab narrative, and just be like, like right. after Occupy Wall Street and like 9-11, um, you know, I'm sorry, like, right. I, if I, you're I, not awake by now, then like, what the hell? <laughs> you know, and it, exactly like, like, so as far as, um, you know, the discussion was supposed to be, right on you know waking people up and you know so i've again inadvertently was forced to try to wake people up since the 70s because i was defending myself you know so again right. like you're not to me i feel like you have to be somewhat on the plus side you have to have abundance to right. wake people up you have to be able to afford right. you have to be in a position to you know to wake people up and i was never in that position because i was always coming from you know i'm just trying to counter the undermining that they're giving me so trying to I, survive you mean right in this right. world yeah you know Same i here. mean Again, so so I'm just gonna mention, um, you know, Greta Thunberg. Huh. The, um, Why are we bringing her up? Well, just because. That's funny. She was able to at least wake up her parents. Like she um, was, a, you know, like her parents got. Are into you sure all about that? You sure that's her parents I, didn't like use her and hire her? Use that's her as, what a, I read. as a. Okay. I, I, I read that that she, you know, started teaching her parents about things. And 
that's right. when and then the whole like the family like wrote a book because they listened to her that's what i read well that i mean that sounds great but i wouldn't again trust if, a it's, word if it's right then don't if it's trust not a word right. of that shit those i mean that it's fake trust me on that they her parents are connected and she is created like she's hired for that shit what she's doing and whatever book was created was made i don't, I don't know I, I don't have it or anything yeah but. no i'm not saying i'm just i'm not saying like i know for sure like i'm not like putting what you said down or anything but definitely look into it because uh well i, don't I mean trust i don't her. <laughs> like, that's i don't i don't follow her anymore Good. i you know all right I mean, it's been a long time. I just, you know, it was just something that I remember. It would, I mean, so. the idea of like being able to teach your parents and have them be on board with an idea is like, that'd be fantastic. I well, mean, I mean, I think there are. I'm like still a struggling lot, myself. You know, I think there are a lot of, um, you know, parents who do, you know, love their kid and listen to their kid and enough. Right. So let's hope so. And especially if they're educated, I mean, you know, her parents are like educated people. They're not, you know, right. like, you know, I don't know, uneducated, ignorant people. I mean, the mother's an opera singer, the father's like an right. actor. So, um, but still, like, the real educated people are the lefties who want to go get the vaccine. You know, it's really an odd thing. And, uh, that you'd think they're smart, but then they go and do like maybe because they're smart in one special specialized specific category, and then they don't look at anything else. Maybe there's many reasons for that, but it seems like it's it's shocking to me that a lot of people don't that are smart are acting really stupid with this mind control that's being put on us all day every day it's I mean, co I, covid messaging you know go ahead i understand i mean it's you know you can't be uh like alert and aware like 24 7 even though i actually practiced like living like that like again like i'm always coming from this mentality of just like fitness like um i guess because i just felt like i had inherited this really hard workout like early in life you know so you really couldn't afford to like relax like you really just had to be um like on guard and and watching out and hyper vigilant like all the time does that and, uh does that really focus your will because you're like gotta push it to the next rep you know like get those you know like because every you're testing your will every few minutes like when you're when you want to put the weight down and uh but you gotta push it to the next like i gotta get 25 of these you know whatever i don't know does that do you find it to be that that's the case when um, you're exercising like that with the heavy weights i mean it it's the whole reason for doing it again was to um yeah, you know, the, the reason that I mentioned was right, like, because there wasn't anybody to rely on. Um, but also because this I, dance, I just basically considered it a dance, like you're just dancing, like with the laws of nature, like they're get, you know, you're getting honest feedback when you're doing these activities 
unlike the people that you're surrounded by who right. give you this um something you know, real yeah i mean so like the, the heavier the weight and the and the more visceral you know you could feel it inside was just like this such a relief that countered you know the 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 other horrible um exchanges that i was having with other people who just like lie and and minimize and you know like right like the the the, the weight training the heavy weight training was just so satisfying because you know it literally helped you to feel just so deeply the truth and, and, you know, it, I felt like it was purging all that other stuff out of my system. But, you know, clearly that isn't going to happen because you're, um, you know, being constant. It's it never ending. It's just never, ever ending. Oh, because you keep getting more in when you purge I mean, more yeah, out. like the debt, the lies, the stupidity. It just, you know. But at least you have the release of the workout. At least you found that, you know. Some people really? do other like I used to ride motorcycles and it would be a Zen, you know, you'd be yeah. in that moment and there's no time, you yeah. know, like it or being in the in the photography black room when I'd be doing color photography, I would lose all day. I'd be working on like I'd be doing stuff and I'd forget to drink water. I'd forget like, oh, holy shit, I'm going to miss my train. You know what I mean? Like because you get in yeah. the zone. It's really a fantastic because you can forget out of anything else. Like, Right. Anything emotional, like all these things, it's helpful for your mind to like to focus and to get in that space. And uh, I guess that's a meditative thing. Like I personally, I don't yeah. meditate like I should. But, uh, anyway, yeah, you can make a meditation out of like almost any activity if you're just present enough. You know, you just be present while you're washing the dishes, or you know, that's... just. To just to strengthen like the mind body right. connection, because, you know, again, I got into all of that stuff and, you know, fitness, because that's what it did. It's like, it, it brings your mind to the body. Like that doesn't lie. I mean, you know, so, you know, here's the facts, the evidence, it's all like right there that everybody was just denying. Like, since I was, you know, a child, like people, they, they think they, they could just deny like natural law and facts and evidence, you know, and, and things that are just real, like staring them in the face. I mean, it's just, it's really like criminal. I mean, it's a sick, sick. I mean, it was like, this is 50 years ago. I'm, you know, feeling this stuff and it just really like, it's like worse today now. And uh, I mean, if people don't start rising up, I mean, forget it. I mean, it's like, like we really have like a small window. I, agree. If, if, I don't even, I think like the window, maybe it's open like that much. I mean, the window like started closing at 9-11, you know, and the more people believed in this terrorism and, oh, we give up a little bit of rights and, oh, it's okay, you know, and they yeah, just kept... It COVID just get worse and worse. Yeah, it is the same. I agree. It's the same thing as, right. as the fake war on terror. It's just right. this manufactured shit to take right. your freaking rights away. I mean, come they on. Can have, like, they can have fear on the TV and, you know, oh, look, it's red today or it's orange or whatever the fuck. Like, you know, it's the same thing with the COVID numbers. It's like, oh, we got this many numbers today, you know. 
the, the governor on. of fucking Ohio is on the TV every day. He was on at like three o'clock, like scolding the children, like, oh, you've been bad. Oh, you gotta wear your mask. It's like, it's so like, it's, it's repulsive. And now Ohio is offering a million dollar raffle to people that get the COVID shot. And well, I mean, see, but this kids, is what I'm saying. It's like, like, what the fuck, man? If if people are like, I mean, people, you, you got to be pretty freaking stupid. Like, seriously, if you can't see right, like, so you're going to freaking like, I mean, oh, my God, you know, gamble, <laughs> I know. you know, gamble like your, your health away. Um, I just wanted to say I wanted to make this point because, again, we're getting to the to the nine o'clock um time sorry we should have started earlier but um you, you know so today with the adults and again i don't mean to be offensive but i just have to speak the truth like even if it offends people because literally the 90 percent of the population are adult children i'm sorry it's just the truth and you know for 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 adults to just be going on about you know, how they trust the doctors, you know, and they trust big pharma and they trust the government and the people are supposed to look out for them. And I just think, you know, well, I, I didn't have anybody to rely on in my entire life. Like I had to do everything myself and teach myself everything, you know, since I was a kid and I read book after book after book. And there's cases and cases and cases of millions and millions of people who grew up with like abusive parents, no parents, no nobody. So I'm like, what makes grown people think that they have a right to rely on any adult or powerful person or above them that they should be able to trust? When there's like a bazillion people in this world who never even had fucking parents, for God's sake, or anybody looking out for them. And I'm, I'm, I'm talking for decades already. I mean, you know, excuse me, but come on, like get it in gear, like grow up already. It's I mean, as if the fact that people haven't had anybody looking out for them, they seek, they're seeking it externally. So they run to the government. Like that's what I'm saying. Help people, me, save me. If so that's what I'm saying. Like you don't even have to necessarily be abused or be like, you know, obviously abused or abandoned, you know, to to have a really horrible childhood. You right. can just not have been raised to your healthy potential, like to your healthy adulthood where you're right. Like, I mean, it's almost like normal now. There was an interview that Del Bigtree did with these three women that got injured by the jab, you know, and they 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 made videos of themselves like, um, you know, having like this seizure disorder. And, you know, like, again, it's like, I watch this stuff and I'm over here like, you know, that was me like in the seventies I mean, okay, you know, thank God I didn't have like a seizure disorder, but I was like, I have literally been saying since the early 70s of the harm, you know, trying to tell people of what, you know, not growing up in a healthy environment does to your health when you're a child, you know, for right. fucking decades, right. you know, I mean, you might not get a seizure disorder, but you're certainly disabled. You're certainly going to have physical, psychological, emotional relationship, yeah. financial fucking problems for the rest of your goddamn life. I mean, that's why I was always trying to get people to move in the direction of health and fitness 
psychologically, physically, spiritually decades ago. I mean, there are higher levels of freaking health besides just the physical and people don't even take care of that. They sell their physical health every day for a fucking paycheck. I mean, how hard is it to figure out that before you go out into the world to get a job and, you know, and, and a paycheck that you have to actually be a full, complete adult first and be self-actualized and educated first. And then at least when you have a paycheck, you'll have some leverage, you'll have some negotiating power, you'll have like self-worth and self-confidence that you can at least, you know, will back the paycheck. If you go out into the world any less than a full healthy adult physically, psychologically, and spiritually, this country is going to rip you to shreds and you'll have nothing but fake debt notes, you know, to, you know, in, you know, while your health is like being freaking robbed. I mean, it's like, come on. Like, They've I mean, been how, doing that for how many generations now? Exactly. Like, I mean, how many people actually get raised good, you know? I mean, like, I mean, since when is just having a job and like, you know, just a paycheck, like make somebody a freaking adult. Like, I mean, people are capable of so much more than that. Uh, you know, being artistic, you know, being the authentic person that you're supposed to be getting paid to be the unique individual that you're supposed to be in this life and excelling and being, you know, successful and accomplished, like, I don't know, um, like so many people like musicians or, you know, whoever, like, I mean, instead of just being a cog in the wheel, like, right. yeah i mean the way that the system is it's making more cogs and it doesn't want more individuals you know and and it's been so many generations and the parents they grow up to be kids and they just like they're like Like, oh well i feed them i clothe them what what do you want from me i gotta go you you had a roof over your head that's how you hear oh you had a roof over your head oh yeah so do people in rikers island you know so do people in fucking florence the (laughs) the fucking prison in colorado right and but instead they you know they imprison us in our minds you know they give us the tv box to like and we get the commercials and like i need jeans from the gap like you know like whatever and it's just like it just goes in and they fucking you know it people are such putty in the hands of the controllers exactly it's really sad and this saying you know like the you know okay so in my time frame i can go back to like you know the 70s i was getting older in the 80s you know a teenager and into my 20s um by the like early to mid 80s and um and i could i mean i saw this stuff so crystal clear that like most people around me aunts uncles neighbors everybody were just literally nothing but you know, adult children. And I can't even imagine like how 
how bad it is today, like all these decades right. later, like three, four decades later of, um, you know, people just thinking that it's normal to just, you know, have a job and a paycheck and that makes you an adult and then you just have some kids. And it's like human health, physically, psychologically and spiritually is being more and more diluted and just right. robbed. Like by each passing freaking generation, it's like, oh, my God. And the culture whittles it away. You know, first, like they kill the church and then they kill the, the communities, you know, and then they, they they kill the larger family, you know, send grandma and grandpa off to the nursing home. Like nuclear family, you only can have two point three kids. That's what's normal. Like more than that is ew. And then they've been telling everybody about this, you know, overpopulation, mind control for all this time that people are choosing not to have kids because they don't want to hurt the environment. I mean, it's crazy. Like they're we're culling ourselves. And I think it's the controllers want that. And it's down like, you know, in the 80s, like all they they put crack in the in the streets you know and they all the they took away all the fathers like they made it so that uh women would bet were better off you know getting money from the government yeah, right. than like having a dad in the house exactly. and uh it's it's all by design you know it's to destroy the family that's the core unit that really that's what if you don't have a family exactly. then you need a government and it's how they enslave us. Um, you know, again, like I, I was watching um, on the someone shared on the, um, the 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 post that Whitney Webb made before. Um, like I, I responded to Whitney Webb's post and and I told her to watch the trials of Gabriel Fernandez. And then I also told her to watch Conspiracy of Silence, which is about it's on YouTube about the Franklin credit. I've, Union. I've seen that one. Franklin yeah. scandal, right? Yeah. The, it's um, this, I, I read two the, books, the Franklin scandal and the Franklin cover up. Boys town. Yeah. Boys town. Yeah. And, and uh, then uh, someone else um, also replied in to that uh, post with another, um, video and I, I clicked on it and I started watching it. Um, it was in another language. It had subtitles. I think it was in Poland, in uh, Poland about, again, like child trafficking. And I, it was about an hour and a half long. And the name of it was, um, sorry, hold on a second while I, I just get the, the name. I want to share it. I just have to look really quickly because I posted it on um on my That's fine. I'll look I'll get a pen. I want to write it down. Uh I mean I get so mad. I, I could only watch it for a half an hour. I like I literally had to shut it off. Okay, it's called Eyes of the Devil, a documentary film by Patrick Vega. And Patrick is spelt with a Y. P-A-T-R-Y-K. Um, and it's, yeah, it's clearly filmed in uh, like Poland or somewhere. But again, like this stuff is all around the United States. And so 
right at like minute 29 and 30 seconds, it, re- it, it gets like really, really graphic. About what? The SRA, satanic ritual abuse? Well, they don't call it that, but, you know, um, I mean, at first he's talking to this mother, this pregnant thing who should like literally be shot dead (laughs) for the things that she's saying, because I mean, she's just like literally just like using, you know, just looking to sell her kid to just, you know, have a kid and sell it and not, and she doesn't give a shit like what happens to it. I mean, she's just saying all of this stuff. You know, I mean, and it's, I'm I'm like, you know, like the guy's asking her, you know, like, well, do you have a name for it? Are you going to name it? And trying to, you know, like make it human. And she like, you know, what sex is it and all of this stuff. And she just keeps going on and on and on about like how she just doesn't give a shit what happens to it. And and they show you, they, they show her, like they show her. Um, you know, you know, in her bra and stuff like pregnant with visibly you know, pregnant belly. And I, I mean, I am, I mean, it makes the stuff that I went through like, oh my God, like, and, and I mean, like what, what I felt like I lived was so bad and, and the way people just acted like it's just normal, like all of this yeah. stuff is so normal. <clears throat> and all I ever wanted to do all my life is like, come on, people, like we got to get moving in a fucking better direction. Like what right. the fuck, you know? Yeah. And for this stuff to be happening, I mean, the evil um, that, yeah, he, he, he interviewed like one of the traffickers. And they, they just have all of these like little kids. I mean, these children are bred for this stuff. And again, I knew this stuff before, but, yeah. um, you know, to just, you know, to just sell to people to have, you know, VIP clients with like yeah. this money to just literally, you know, and I don't, you know. Oprah like, was have- best friends with this dude in Brazil that, that had a baby farm that he was selling to rich people. Oprah? Yeah, yeah. Uh, John of God. You heard about that dude? Sounds familiar. Yeah. She was. He was John on her. John of God. Yeah. Great. Great. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh yeah. Title to legit. throw everybody off. Seems legit, right? <laughs> yeah. So he was on her show, and she was hugging on him, and all that shit. Turns out he was selling babies. Like he was getting women pregnant and selling them on the black market. And then, like, I don't know what, what what Oprah said about it or what, but she was connected to him. I mean, she's also connected to Weinstein and shit and Bill Gates. And like, she's part of the the evil club, not the good club, you know. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, sorry to to interrupt you on there. But yeah, I mean, there, there's a lot of this world is pretty much a hell for some souls. And it's really a sad, sad hey. thing. What, what, you know, they, um, the interviewer was asking the trafficker, um, you know, like they're just talking about like how they drug the kids, like the kids have to be drugged. Right. I mean, this is like four-year-olds, six-year-olds, eight-year-olds. Yeah, listen like to Jay it, Parker or, you know. Like, yeah, like the, the kids mm. actually grow up in brothels, like they're raised in brothels until they you know, get to be like four and then, and then, you know, they, they, they're used for sex 
and like right. really like violently and then and then murdered and and their organs like then their organs are sold right. that's, I mean, that's it's actually like, kind of what i mean i i know it's i'm like kind of taking it off of the subject here but uh that's kind of like what i did on my my seed conference uh presentation was about how eyes wide shut is revealing that they create babies to be slaves for the cult but we all are i said this since the 70s i I mean like i know i like i feel like i need to write a book and just call it like since the 70s because that's all i hear myself saying (laughs) saying it since the 70s saying it since the 70s i mean all over and over and over again (sighs) yeah and like like i was saying the same thing like all of us like even people my neighbors and cousins who grew up better than me again like they're not what you would call successful by any stretch of the imagination they're not what you would call like accomplished or educated i mean all of us were just clearly raised you know to just um i mean i have like a you know couple of cousins that are kind of doing like okay but again like i just always felt in my gut of guts that we're supposed to be powerful we're supposed to self-actualize and you know and be original like be authentic and then make money being your unique you know self doing your true will yeah then at least okay you know you have money you work for money but at least you'll do it in a way that's healthy and you'll be adding to the you know social biodiversity instead of like it takes a lot to find that to find your what you truly are and doing what you want to do some people don't ever look they're just like stay in their hometown you know they just get a job or whatever you know but it's the parents again, like who don't do, you know, they right. It wasn't done for them. They weren't raised, you know, to, to, you know, get that. And then, um, and then they have kids and. Right. Yeah. I know. I know. I mean, I like, Cycle, I but it's up to us to wake up and like do better for our kids. Well, I never had kids like that was just not going to happen. That was not an option for me. Like I had so much work to do on myself Mm -hmm. and so much like recovery and, you know, so-called recovery, so-called healing that, you know, you never, ever, ever get out of ever. Because again, it's like the system just keeps on going. The people, every, everything is reduced to money. Like the people were right. all in on it. Like they were all in on their own health destruction, the destruction of their psychological, right. spiritual, and authentic health. Like they're, you know, they were in on it. They were happy to like have a job and a paycheck at the expense of their own authenticity and spirit. I agree. And they're still, and it's even worse now. They're happy to make other people wear a mask if they go in the door, you know, like they're all police now. Like, Like that's what I'm saying. Like, everyone is so deficient. Like, everyone is so, like, you know, so much, so many people are just so psychologically and emotionally arrested development that they're just, you know, I mean, like, right, they're like adult children, like the whole system is adult children. 
and, and, and you, I mean, it's so obvious, like you're just kept childlike, following right. orders all your life. It's like, when the fuck do you ever cut the cord and like right. grow up and like function on your own? And right, I mean, right. nobody, I mean again, nobody ever does. Like, exactly. I mean, a few the Amish did like a long time ago. They got some good lawyers to keep the government off their off their ass. But good for I mean, that, man. you know, but still, like, I mean, they everybody could do better. <laughs> but still, um, yeah, they're not so good to their horses and shit. They're they oh, treat no. their animals kind of bad, but yeah, don't tell me they're beasts of burden. I mean, it's not like they whip them hard, but it's like they use them up and throw them away. It's, you know. Yeah, I bet they do. But uh, you know, at least they they got they got principles and they stick to them, so that's honorable, you know. And uh, yeah. there's a lot of them here around here, and like I just went to the tractor supply company, and there's two two buggies with their horses out front and oh i didn't know they had them in ohio oh yeah they got them in ohio. and like at the walmart they'll have a bucket with hay in it in the parking lot so that when they tie up their horses like the walmart provides hay <laughs> it's not bad amish people shop at walmart <laughs> yeah yeah they they come in yeah i know right i mean but whatever they 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 do business in the in the english world like a little bit you know they uh they have money somehow they they do you know they build stuff and they you know and they they come into the grocery store and they'll get like the staples and shit and they'll get like a couple chicken fingers like ooh, you know but uh yeah, i don't know why we're talking about them but they but they do have a principle and they teach their kid you know and i driving through the country the other day and they were out in the field and you know the kid was driving the horses and he had no shoes and they were plowing and the dad was like behind the plow and no shoes also like big hats in the sun and they were doing the work and they were happy and they were working together and it's uh, a lot different than in the city you know in the city the kid doesn't yeah. want to talk to dad and yeah. dad's going to work and yeah. you know everybody's on their phone screen and like you know it's a different world and they've achieved to, they were able to hold on to that which is honorable I must say. that's what i'm saying like why don't people just make you know like health a priority like why don't people you know make sure that they hold on to the most important things in life instead of just being an, an active participant in just its destruction right. like i just don't well, we're get taught it. we're 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 taught to not know what the best things are i mean we're taught to i mean look at like um you know the rap music it like in the 90s or whatever it was all even the 2000s it was all like look at my shoes look at my rims like I got wine. chains and shit. Yeah. And it's like yeah. the people that make all this money in the inner city selling the drugs, listening to that music, are going to go get shoes and rims. And who sells it to them? The white guys. You know, it's like they're giving money back to white guys. It's And it's just a system like that way. It's like laundering the money from the drugs that are brought in from the, you know, the the system 
and given to the gangs and then the gangs give it to those people that are out there and then they buy the rims and it all filters up it's like a laundering system and people don't realize that they're you know they're told what they want it's like bernays it's manufacturing consent uh and it's really bad the whole the whole fucking world is like that you know and so people don't know what they want they're idiots they don't know what's real it's uh it's just what I mean. Like I, you know, again, like I don't like, um, uh, you know, I'm, I'm like a realist. I mean, I, I always was like pretty positive again, like, you know, back in the eighties, even though what I lived was really horrible. And, and what, I mean, it, like, I knew that my health was destroyed, like literally crippled in like 1972. So again, it's like the family system is no different than the fucking jab. Like it just, literally mangles and destroys your health. And I knew it. I like felt it in 1972 that I was like, just, you know, a cripple. I wasn't going to be, you know, the healthy adult that I was supposed to be. And, and I, and I just never stopped trying. Like I never stopped trying. I thought, um, you know, I didn't know that it was as bad as it is. Like, I just had no, I was so determined, like, you know, to just be who I am supposed to be, like to be, you know, your authentic self, like, and, and, you know, I knew I was right. Like I knew what I lived since I was a kid and I knew that I was right. And yet I was surrounded by all these people who were just in on this cover up. Like all they wanted to do was cover it up and minimize it. And, oh, oh, you know, oh, your poor parent and, oh, oh, just let it go. And, oh, just, you know, I mean, it's just like, it's like a, like literal crime is literally happening right in front of you and every family and neighbors and like, they're all in on it. Like framing you to be the guilty one, you know, because, you know, you. It's a control mechanism. Yeah, I mean, your your body gives these, you know, your your body's responses to that unhealthy environment, you know, is giving people just all of this inconvenient truth that makes them uncomfortable. And then it's like, oh, shit, you know, well, now what are we going to do? You know, we, we might have to, you know, re, you know, rethink this society and, and start pushing the system back. Oh, but, you know, right. It's just easier for us to just, um, you know beat our youth into submission and and make them the the criminal yeah, give I mean, them a bunch like, of give them a bunch of uppers and so they can sit in their seats when they're you know at school like the adderall and the ritalin and shit yeah like in I'm the 90s you, they were like shoving those drugs in those kids heads there's a i think i mean i really know in my gut that a real darkness like really is coming like i mean it's already here but it's gonna get really really dark there's gonna be a lot of death um and 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 um, people ill people from the, the jab and the old i mean people were already ill before the jab like i don't you know they weren't exactly you know the epitome of health and fitness like um you know before all of this stuff so um and i just i just don't i just don't get it like i don't understand how people can just blindly trust 
the corporations and I, it just blows my mind I like know. literally i saw like i saw people sharing photos they got like pfizer tattooed on their leg like on their arm they got like uh, the needle with like uh, a little vial that says COVID-19 shot or whatever. Really? Yeah, they're branding themselves with this shit. It's worse than when the Bernie people were all getting the Bernie tattoos. It's it's bad. People are lost. Holy like, shit. I know. Dude, this is what I mean. Like Imagine man, in 10 years when it, when it all like it all comes to light that this is a total weapon. Like I heard just the other day a doctor from Canada talking about how the spike protein is a toxin. It's a toxin. And it like, they, they said, we didn't know, sorry, whoops, but it's a toxin and it's harmful for babies that are suckling. It's harmful and it spreads like it's just, it's a total weapon. And it's gonna be bad. I agree. And I mean, wh where is the evidence that this corporate government has ever? I mean, every single thing this corporate government does is always for corporate profit at the expense of freaking people. Every Satanism. single thing that that it does. I mean, people could vote. They could do this, do that, whatever. And just get completely ignored and you know the powers that be that they'll just do whatever for the corporate corporations like anyway i mean yeah. it's so obvious the only time we were able to go against the corporations is the revolutionary war when we were going up against the east india company you know their their tea the the whole tea debacle and the you know they throwing those tons of tea in the in the harbor in Boston. But that, you know, we have to have guns and say no. And I, you know, I don't know if people are ready for that. Hopefully I mean, they can be. I mean, like if you look at London the last weekend in London they had that rally and there were lots of people there. Yeah. And they seem See, to be very aware. So not here. Exactly. Like what is wrong with Americans? Like they're just I don't I mean, I know like we're Maybe it's the GMO the, food and exactly right. Like they ban GMO in, in like countries. In, I think in I don't know, like individually, but I know, mm -hmm. you know, different the countries. EU and Russia, Switzerland that, that doesn't yeah. allow months like Monsanto and all that crap. They don't no. fucking allow any of that. This is mm -hmm. what I'm saying. Like and Americans are like the most obese in the, the, the world. Right. So again, like if this if this country gave a shit about health, like I was saying decades ago, like, you know, there should be like a two hour block in the middle of every single weekday, giving people time to like work out and, and, you know, you know, relax, jog and shower, <laughs> like during your lunch break, right, get some food, you know, do some fitness. Like, I mean, I've been doing I never, ever compromised health and fitness. It was going to be first. And, and I knew that if you had to sacrifice your health on any level to have money, something was wrong with this system. Money was completely fraudulent because it wasn't aligned 
with health and fitness and good and decency. It's aligned with slavery. And why should you follow and chase this stupid freaking debt note, you know, rather than your own, you know, and rather than cultivating and and self-actualizing yourself when money is like literally taking you in the the wrong direction. Unless you have, you know, the great fortune of growing up well with parents that are going to like, I don't know, maybe help you to become a doctor or a journalist or a law, you know, lawyer or whatever, you know, average working class people, your growth stays stunted. You just chase that paycheck and you're just going to be stagnant for the rest of your life. Yeah. And the, the it's like the kids in elementary school, the public school, they chase the grades, you know, they chase the approval of the teachers. And it's, you know, like, oh, you go along to get along and, you know, whatever. And then the parents like, okay, you're good. You get an A. Okay, thank you. So like you go, you step within the lines properly. That's good. And then when they get older, they go into the workforce. The same thing. They get And they get rewarded with a paycheck instead of a report card, you know. Yep. A real reward though, you know. It's like, know. like it's really, you know, like it scares the shit out of me that, you know, debt notes are replacing, you know, what nature creates. It's like people don't even regard, you know, the things that nature and, you know, natural law make as right. having real value, you know, and, and unless money is aligned and backed by those things, money is completely fraudulent. It's completely fraudulent. Yeah. I mean, it's, it shocks I, me that people just like, this is so simple. I figured it out like decades ago. Yeah. It's like, to me, it's like, I see it as slavery. Like I have to do something that I don't want to do. Just like a slave has to do something he doesn't want to do, you know, exactly. in order to get be- this thing that they, that comes from them, you know, like the enslavers. It's just a note that says that proves that I did the slave job, you know, it's, and everybody like you know and yeah, do, i sold my soul i i allowed my soul to be right. polluted and then when you go spend it someone else is being a slave to you when they do against their will like okay i'll give you this car for this amount of money like i, I want to keep it but you got that paper money so i'll trade you know what i mean it's it's all it's it's trading of their value in their labor and that in a sense it's something that it goes against their will most times like if you can find a job where you get money for what you love to do then good for you you win the game (laughs) you know the the rest of us are like struggling and you can actually you know live on it right i know that's rare but uh you know as long as you're doing what your your heart is telling you you need to do like it i don't know like i'm not making money doing this and i think uh, we all need to stop using money i really think if (laughs) we had enough you know anarchists or just awake people who would like literally all agree that for at least i don't know a week to just not use money like not work for it not uh, a week the whole system would grind to a halt i mean like, this is what I'm saying. Like, like nothing 
irks me more than when people call the sociopaths, the Satanists, millionaires, billionaires, elite, rich, and you know, whatnot, because it's like you're legitimizing people that are completely illegitimate mm. and implying that these people earn this money legitimately. It, yeah. it, 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 you know, um, Epstein was it, a millionaire. Huh? Epstein was a billionaire. Exactly. Like, come you know? on, like anybody, like it, it's ridiculous. You yeah. know, it's utterly, utterly ridiculous. I, I mean, yeah. it's completely cheating. Like these people are right. just complete cheaters and frauds. Uh, you know, right. Jeff Bozo, even, or Bill Gates, right. Elon Musk. Right. Yeah. But they were, they were there, they're created, you know, Bill Gates's parents, like, put him in that position because they're connected to Rockefeller. And like, it's all, it's all a system, you know, where they, they appoint people, you know, in certain places. Like Mark says, like, Satanism is an aggregating uh, system where they pick out people for their system of slave, like to enslave others. And when Mark was promoted up, they wanted to make him have coven and be the leader of things. And he's like, no. And they're like, what do you mean? Come on. This is, <laughs> you know? I mean, it's a slavery system. And so Satanism gets those types of minds, you know. Scientology gets this other type of mind and you know all these other like religion gets these and it's like it's an aggregating system where they appoint and like with Freemasonry like they tap you on the shoulder like you think you're the highest oh I'm in the highest level you know and then they tap you and then they you go and do something else it's like even more satanic or whatever but um that and since it's a secret order everything is kept secret and you know and then like if you are willing to like drink baby blood in front of a camera then then we have this then the higher ups will have this blackmail on you you know and so you'll agree to follow every order they give you know and that's again, the whole system you just um you just made me uh think of again whitney webb she was being interviewed by Robert Kennedy Jr. just recently. And he was asking her like all of these questions, you know, right about, it was about Epstein, that was the focus. And, um, and so he asks her, um, you know, like, like he, he worded it something like along the lines of, you know, Jeffrey Epstein and his friends. <laughs> and, I, and I was so um, glad the, the way that Whitney Webb responded and she said, well, I wouldn't exactly call, you know, who Epstein was surrounded by his friends, seeing as the, the, all the relationships that he's in are all based on blackmail. Right. And so I was so glad that she said that exactly. <laughs> because I did nothing all my life but study abusive relationships codependency enabling and i mean like i i was just like obsessed with all of this stuff they i mean and i just sought it out just intuitively based on what i lived myself since i was a child i mean people in my, your own family 
and neighbors and relatives don't even know how to have healthy relationship skills. They don't know how to listen. They don't know how to communicate. They don't, they don't know how to have healthy conflict. I mean, I just like, you know, so when she said that, I mean, I just think of all of this stuff that I studied and I'm trying to get people to like, you know, learn. Um, and I just look at all of this stuff. I, I, you know, I was always so passionate about fitness. I mean, to me, there was nothing greater than fitness and just learning to be fitter, like physically, psychologically, like working out was like all I ever thought about. Again, like always trying to improve yourself, always trying to get fitter, fitter, physically, mentally, like that was it, you know? And to think that like, like to, you know, hear her, her response, and, and, and this is the world that we're like living in and all these so-called, you know, millionaires and billionaires and, um, you know, uh, Epstein's relationship with Bill Gates and how far back it goes. And mm -hmm. she wrote all about it. I just I read it just the other day. And um, it's just like. There's a. <clears throat> I mean, like that's climate change, you know, these, <laughs> these negative, these negative blackmail relationships. Right. It's like a form of like climate destruction, health destruction, because you're not building and cultivating, you know, healthy relationships, you know, trees, well, flowers, I mean, you know, people. Logically, how... Do, if they're all Satanists and they don't have a moral code, how do you have an organized hierarchical structure? Like you need blackmail. It's it's essential. But what but what ends up happening though is the people end up functioning this similar. It might not be <laughs> at that level, you yeah. know. But that, like, that's the point, you know, it's not just them, it's all of us. Like most people don't know how to have healthy, like healthy relationships. I agree. Skills. Yeah, you know? I, I need help with that. <laughs> you know, we could all get better, I'm sure. But... Um, yeah, I, I would, I, I thought by now we would be like almost at least more than halfway to enlightenment. <laughs> I mean, really, like I, I just did all of this healthy fit stuff, spirituality, meditation, like I, I was so looking forward, like, yeah, like we're going to just be in this great place, like by the, by, you know, well, like way, way before I mean, now, I thought. Well, we you, you find yourself on the network, you know, you found some good a network of people that, that get it. You found like a sound information that that helps you like to integrate into the world. Um, we have a long way to go. That's true. But I mean, I, what I'm just saying is like, you you found yourself in a good spot, even though you worked so hard, like you personally have found a good spot and you're like, you're doing good, I think. Um, there's others that are working with you. Like we, uh, <clears throat> at least that, at least we're not, you know, we're organizing. More. What's that? I need people to interview me more. Oh, we can do more. Because like, ag more. again, like I've been, you know, silenced and censored for mm. so long. Like, I mean, you're literally drowning. I mean, 
you know, it's again, it's it's the, the more people try to silence and censor you without realizing it, they're inadvertently, you know, let me make this point again before I forget. Please. So um, what you what you were saying of the jab was doing, um, you know, you you mentioned, oh, the spike protein before. So <laughs> ultimately, like when I listen to people, especially like Dr. Carrie Madej, speaking about the um what the jab does like once it gets inside the body and it basically like does the exact opposite of what a vaccine is supposed to do i mean like the first thing that comes into my head is is exactly like they're creating the abusive family system inside your 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 cells what what they what they already created it out here now they're just going to do it inside. Right. It's people it's like, I mean, like they're they're allowing so the obvious. to all the way into their genetics. You know, like they trust them into their home with the television and they trust them like, you know, with their banking on the phone and all this, you know, and the emails and shit. And oh, it's okay. Google's reading every email, whatever. I got nothing to hide, you know. And now it's, they're it's, they're it's, like allowing them into their genetics like here okay you can pass the blood brain barrier with that aluminum and you can okay and then they get so programmed vaccines are good then they got this other thing that they're calling it a vaccine just so that they can like avoid the legal repercussions of what would happen if they really said yeah it's an experiment you know we don't know what it's going to do here come here let me give it to you." you know it's like And once they, you know, they're already like the frog is boiled to the point where, yeah, okay, vaccines are good, right? And then they, everybody just, they line up like Eric Clapton. He said, he said that his, you know, his hands weren't working. He thought he couldn't play guitar again, but then he goes and gets the second shot. Oh man. What? Like you gotta wake up. People I wasn't so, gonna... he was already like but he's still like and he's complaining about that. Like who I does wasn't... that shit? You gotta I fucking wasn't... wake up. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, it's okay. Because <laughs> I, I could talk, you know. Um because I just like I again, like I studied dysfunctional relationships and this part of health. Mm-hmm. It was just obviously a part of like health and fitness that nobody paid any attention to. And it was like this elephant in the freaking, you know, like it was in your face. And nobody like it was acknowledging, like just you know, this this part of health, relationship skills, dysfunction, abusive relationship you know, terms like codependency, enabling, enmeshment, you know, like I'm, you you know, studying this stuff and using these terms for decades, like since, you know, the early 80s, for God's sake. And, and here we are like living in this massive dysfunction, massive codependency, you know, like using the term boundaries and like, what does it mean to have healthy boundaries in life? I mean, like, I just, I feel like I wasted all of my energy, you know, trying to bring people all of this health and fitness and help people just get healthier and fitter, like physically, psychologically and spiritually. And like, just to end up living like this and people (laughs) are just going to like trust like freaking corporate profit. I mean, it's just like, 
I'm, I'm like overwhelmed, overwhelmed with how adult child, I, you know, like the, the masses are. And it's, it's just like, I mean, like, I'm, I feel like I need to make a video literally just making it like my last will and testament. I mean, I swear to God, like I'm prepared to die. Like I'm like, literally like, I'm not going to survive this shit. I, I am completely prepared to be attacked by people. I, I mean, I've been attacked already my whole life by the people right around me that are supposed to be on your freaking side who were the exact opposite. I mean, there wasn't one single person in my life who was on your side, not one. I had to like do everything myself, teach myself. I literally raised myself better than the, my neighbor's parents, you know, people, adults when I was a kid raised, you know, the kids that I grew up with because of you know what because of what was i mean it was so obvious and my body just got lit up like a freaking christmas tree so early i mean this shit was not confusing uh i knew what i knew and nobody listened so i was like fuck you's all you know that's good you stayed strong and you're still here yeah, well, and I ain't going to be that strong because uh, I don't know. I mean, I do a lot. I'm, I'm, I mean, I have no idea what to expect, but I, I'm going to do my best to just fight and resist. But I mean, I definitely have a lot of trauma. And if somebody tries to force me to do, um, it's just not going to be fucking pretty. Yeah. Fight like a cat in the corner. I mean, I, I, I spent like my whole teenage, you know, like fighting like hell in my own like home with my own parent. Just, you know, your right. body just like fighting like hell. The, the frustration and the rage is off the charts. What I was being turned into in my own home, like by somebody that's supposed to like, care about you right and 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 like and they think big pharma cares about them it's like <laughs> oh my god like forget it yeah the fa- the family definitely invest- dead man the world is dead there are a bunch the family- of dead people walking yep yep dead yep exactly so instead of dead man walking it's just the dead masses walking right yep. to their freaking that's what the jab is it's the, the zombie fucking, land the death the jab is the freaking injection you get on death row <laughs> yeah but it is it's i mean it's walk. a weapon it's definitely a weapon and oh, people need to wake up to that shit because doctors are now learning about what's really happening because they're seeing it and it's not just you know not just pfizer's tests that they say oh 95 percent effective you know there's real other people are, now that it's in the world and people have been injected you know there's real ramifications and now it's going to start coming to light. And I think because they've jabbed so many of us already and it spreads out, I think they've already done their business. I think they're done with Bill Gates. That's why they're throwing him to the wolves. Like he was connected to Epstein and whatever. And Melinda can keep doing all the fucking Planned Parenthood shit while Bill Gates gets thrown under the bus. You know, I think they're just churning it on to the next 
to the next level like and remember when bill gates was saying oh they might not care about this pandemic but they will care about the next one and then they both like smile all big i, I think uh, it's scary i think that's what's happening the next one comes after this shot now that everybody's had the shot now everybody's gonna start being sick like now it's gonna be real shit because they allowed them to invade their goddamn genetics like right into their blood brain barrier like exactly. they trusted it so of course it's gonna get worse it's gonna get bad now then they can say oh that's this other virus or some variant or some shit you know they're I mean, not gonna about, admit go ahead i mean they they tried to you know with with the stupid fake war on terror like i mean see that's what i'm saying again <laughs> I, I just don't get it. I mean, <laughs> like in my whole life, decades ago, it was so obvious that problems were perpetuated for money right. because, you know, solving problems is the real profit. So if you solve a problem, exactly like no more money, you know, I don't get it. Like who doesn't understand <clears throat> that that's the kind of world that we live in that, you know, I mean, Right. It's not about solving problems. It's not about doing good. They've been suppressing cancer treatment for oh, yeah. God knows how long because there's so much money to be made off of you know, under the guise Keeping of Keeping people sick. Yeah, exactly. Right. I mean, like long before COVID, it's so obvious that we live in, you know, death people, care and not health care. People are saying that, uh, like researchers or whatever, are saying that cancer is the next thing they're going to be doing. Because that can be like, you know, because that's that keeps everybody hooked on the, and they're going to have some cancer vaccine, you know, that'll keep everybody hooked and like. And cancer is like a long thing. They can really draw out and they can really drain you all your money. Oh, yeah. So instead of you passing it on to your kids or whatever, like you pay all the bills to the fucking insurance companies. I can't believe companies. how naive people are. It's so yeah. sad. It's like insurance companies are run by Satanists, like straight up, like created by satanic people. Um, you know, they're worse than lawyers, you know and that that they're the ones that are dictating all of this shit like the obamacare that bill was like written by the the uh you know insurance companies you know and you don't there there was no choice you had to get it and you know and then they're just racked and jacked up every year like uh, i'm almost like glad that like that i grew up like shit and was abused because <laughs> at least i woke up early you know right. i don't know I don't know about other people. I mean, they must have like pretty cushy lives, like uh, to to just walk around like you know. So I know. I can't trust. Yeah. I, you know, I just don't there's, get it. Um, there's a Jane's addiction line that goes, uh, "What makes a poor baby older than a rich one? Like they're wiser because they had to, you know, deal with it. It's a uh, you know, we, yeah, we live in you a gotta, if, in order to have a, in order to have a sharp stone, sharp sword, you got to grind it on the stone. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, everybody out there is a dullard. You know? and that's what I don't understand exactly. Like the people that should get the most attention and appreciation are the people who had it rough. 
And yet it's the people who had it the most cushy that people just dropped to their knees, you know, people with letters after their name and people who are like more prestigious or whatever, like accomplished sometimes. But, you know, but but like a lot of times, like those people are the ones who know the least. I mean, you know, you want to get it from people who know it the most because they lived it. Like, I mean, I I mean, I, I got people you know, I mean, right. Like they get listened to way more than me because they had it easier than me. I had it harder than than them. And people, instead of seeing that as a reason to listen to me more, they see that as a reason to, to, to make me discredited or something. It's just completely right. Like we, you know, we like to just shun homeless people or, um, you you know, this, you know, right. Like, you know, when you, like, we should be, praising and listening to those people yeah. even more because they're the ones on the front freaking lines yeah for sure homeless people have to talk to everybody like they they have to talk to all the strangers you know yeah, we i was i i uh there's a there was a homeless guy that lived her like well he sat in front of uh, or near the my photography school when i went to college and one day i had gotten too many sandwiches i would get like a dollar sandwich at the fast food place and i had an extra one i was like oh i'll give it to the dude you know and i never really give him money you know i gave him a sandwich he gave me a ticket to the baseball game at the red sox fenway park i was like what the? <laughs> and it's like he's like yeah i don't want to i was like wow thanks man you know but they uh wow you know they are like they're givers too you know like it's um they're just they're good people and like I lived homeless too like I I lived that to learn how to do that and how to throw away the system and um like I lived on the road for years and um I flew I like I held a sign a little bit just to see what it's like you know and I got to meet all kinds of great people you know it's it's really it's a different way of living and uh, uh you know um you know, if you if you have something to give to society, like if you got like a drum or something, like I had a drum, some people have a guitar, or like if you're like people love that, you know what I mean? Being creative or whatever. It's not you're not just like I've seen some people that are just laying on the ground saying, Give me money, you know. Yeah. Those people never really get very far. So uh but I don't know why I'm talking about that. But I'm just saying that that basically the uh the the idea like homeless people like they they live a totally different world and they have to interact with everybody and um it's like regular people they can like roll up the 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 window the fucking tinted windows on their mirrored car and like man i got my coffee and you know and just drive pat i'm not looking at the world like but they have to be in it and experience it so I should probably get Mosey. Oh, yeah. Jeez, yeah. We, we kind of went on pretty far. I'm sorry. But this is great. We have great conversations. And uh, I very much thank you for joining me here on Wake the Dead. Um, would you My have pleasure. anything you'd like to say? Uh, where can we find your work? You're on the One Great Work Network. OneGreatWorkNetwork.com. And... Um, my bit shoot channel is Raging Waters, 
and I think it's with two T's because my last name is spelt with two T's and Odyssey is buried alive, buried alive 64, because that's what I feel like most of the time that I'm like buried alive. <laughs> At least I, you're alive. You're not I, like the dead. You know? I should have just called them one thing, but um, hmm. that's all know, right. Like, maybe like maybe the, you the will. Same. That's okay. I uh, maybe maybe you'll get something that's like ah, oh, it'll be, be be an epiphany, and you can change them later. Whatever. We can go back and make notes on this. If you change them in a year from now, I'll go back and make uh, notes on the on the page. So I also am on the network, and uh, we're 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 both creators. We're co-creators in this, uh, helping to to give a voice to people that are awake and not dead. And my yeah, my live podcast is Thursdays. Oh, right. Five to six thirty Eastern time PM. Right. Very good. And you've had uh, you had Stefan Verstappen. Oh yes. Uh, he's he's great, man. That dude is great. And you like who else have you had? Uh, well, I, I only it only just started. Uh, oh, the the live one, you mean, right? Yeah, yeah, the live one that just started on mm -hmm. um, what was it, April eighth, I believe. Right. Well, the, yeah. So, um, and I I think, let me see. Yeah, I, ha I had a. I don't. I don't think Stephen Verstappen was on the live with me yet. Right. I heard it like I heard the audio at work like I listened on the headphones. Okay. Yeah, he's cool. Yeah, that's great. And I'm glad that you're that you're doing it and you're out there and uh I definitely you know, need support though. <laughs> right. Well, there's a donate button there on your page. No, that, I don't even work. mean that kind of support. <laughs> I just like seriously, like I I don't even I, 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 I hear you. I know you. You've just been telling us about how money's bad and shit. I don't yeah. like. I really don't. I don't. I swear to God, I don't like money. Yeah. I, I, if it was, I never even asked for it. I. I, I don't. I, I mean, I mean support. You know, psychological support, like sharing. Um, I don't mean that support. Like to I hear me, you. that's not even. Well, you know, we're here. I'm. I'm. I'm with it, and I'll be. Uh, supportive if you want to come share with me on the off hours when we're not recording you know sure. uh, let's talk to each other and I think this Thanks, is Sean. great yeah I love I love you and this is a great uh it's great that we get to we get to meet this and we got to get come together and uh I am very happy that that you have shared your time with us here at Wake the Dead thank you thank, thank you, you very good we'll thank see you, you everyone next time. okay have a great night. Wonderful. You too. Bye. Thank you, everyone, and have a good night. We'll see you next time on Wake the Dead.